1: You know, when I hear that sound, uh, it doesn't get me as excited as it used to. And I'm not sure why. Tom Jones, are you watching the Olympics? It's the lowest rated in many, many years that might have everything to do with COVID. Or maybe... Maybe the Olympics have lost sort of its shine. Is, is it what it used to be? Is anything what it used to be?
2: Yeah, I mean, not, every, look, TV ratings are down for everything. You know, yeah. the the Oscars were down, the Grammys were down. Yeah, like it, basically every award show, everything is down a little bit when it comes to TV ratings. And NBC will tell you that their streaming numbers, which is what they're really pumping here. Yeah, um, they're getting trying to get people to sign up for Peacock and all that. Those numbers are way up, but interest let's talk about interest interest in the, that's what you're getting at interest in the games is there interest in the games rick for me it's um it's been sort of hit or miss there's been yeah. some nights where i've really tuned in especially if it's live stuff like swimming there's been a lot of live swimming on there track yeah. and field not as much like the the basketball games have been on basically in the middle of the night yeah. um i stayed up a little bit and watched the spain united states game the other night mm-hmm. um but I I know what you're saying. Like I'm not in I used to be I used to be an Olympic, you know, freak where I'd watch every minute of it. I'm not watching every minute. It's funny though, Rick, this complaint's like, well, I don't know where to find it. It's on every state. Like you need a, you know, you need a map to find out where all these events are on. And I'm like channels, yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, wait a minute. We used to complain that that we didn't get to see all the events. Now they're showing every event pretty much. You you want to watch ping pong? You want to watch um uh Speed climbing, you want to watch Mm -hmm. water polo, you can find it. It's on somewhere. Just go online or flip around your TV, you'll come across it. I've been into it. I've been kind of into it, but not like every minute of every day.
1: The game of ping pong that they play is not something I'm familiar with, by the way.
2: Yeah, no, we play ping pong. I guess they play table tennis, right? You and I are like...
1: Yeah, right, (laughs) exactly. It's pong. We're playing pong. We're not playing ping, we're playing pong. (laughs) And and the thing is, I knew it was a different game when during a point, and I'm not making this up, literally during one of these points, both players ended up on the same side of the table.
2: <laughs> well, that trying. happens when I play too, but usually it's because I've had like five beers and I've fallen <laughs> exactly. off the table at that point.
1: Exactly. You knocked the net over, you crawled up on it. But no, the guy was running down a shot and I and I swear to you, he you had around the whole table, right? And he had to go back to his side. I've never seen anything like it, but anyway, that's just... Listen, I think part of it is, too, um, there's there's a couple things. One, particularly with these Olympics, um, there are no fans. That definitely affects the atmosphere, I think, when you turn it on. It's also in Japan, which is across not just time zones, but the international dateline. Like, you, not only do you have to figure out what time it is when you watch these events, but it's like, which day is it on? Right. You know what I mean? Um,
2: And some events are live, some events are not live. Yeah,
1: some you, you know, hey, little disclaimer... In case you wanted to know what happened to Simone Biles, you know, we're going to tell you on the balance.
2: Well, you know what? I think you hit on something, Rick, too, when you mentioned Simone Biles' name. So I think what makes the Olympics so special, I think, for most people is the stars? I mean, like yes. they, they become Michael like Michael Phelps, Michael uh, Phelps, and and going up over the years, years like back. Mary Lou Retton, and right Flo uh, Joe, you and know. Flo jo and Carl, Carl Lewis, Lewis. But, yeah. and Usain Bolt, even people from other countries or whatever. Absolutely. But this Olympics, it felt like okay, there was Simone Biles, mm-hmm. there was Katie Ledecky. Mm-hmm. Now I'm just talking about not like people who are really into track and field or yeah. really into swimming, other than just maybe a couple of people. Mm-hmm. the general sports fan, the casual sports fan, the people like my wife, who really doesn't watch sports at all, but watches the Olympics. Right. Like these, now what happens is you find out there, you develop stars. You you know, we create our stars as we're watching it, you know, like the kid from countryside or whatever, like we get into it as it's happening, but going into it, the two biggest stars were Katie Ledecky and Simone Biles and Simone Biles didn't even compete for most She didn't things. compete. Right. So I think that's another thing. It sort of took the, um, it sort of took the, that out of it you know the the, mm-hmm. the stardom out of it and right. also I don't know Rick then I and this isn't probably fair to me because I haven't watched you know wall-to-wall coverage but it seemed like in the past we saw more features on people than we've seen I haven't yes. seen very many now maybe NBC show I, I'm not I don't mean to criticize NBC maybe they've shown it and I just haven't seen it no but it's like every right. time I turn I, on I'm watching an event and not a backstory yeah
1: and I also think you know I mean, you can't go back, you know, years and years ago when the NBA, for example, did not, they did not represent us in, in Olympic basketball. Of course, you go back to the dream team, right? And, and all of that where they basically carpet bombed everybody. But, you know, back then the world wanted Michael Jordan's autograph. They didn't care if they got beat yeah, by pictures right? Yeah. Now you got a bunch of NBA players in every single country and the best NBA players here aren't playing in this Olympics, Kevin Durant notwithstanding. But there's no yeah, there's Steph Curry. There's no LeBron James. You know, you know what I'm saying yeah, to you yeah, though. Right, right, right. Um, and yet, you know, we watch so damn many basketball games. I just I, I think television year round, there's there's so much competition for that space that when you get to the Olympics and these are sports like golf, like tennis. You know, are you gonna watch I know I, I boy you're hitting it.
2: you're nailing it, Rick. You're really nailing it right now because I felt the same way. I'm a big golf fan. I watched a little bit of the final round, but to me, it was just like, um, am I watching the Olympics or am I watching a John Deere classic?
1: Like, exactly, Perfect analogy. <laughs> and, exactly. And
2: it's same thing with, with tennis. Like, is this, you know, is this an Olympic tournament or is this, you know, the Cincinnati open? Dables. Yeah. 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 Right. right. And, um, and the same thing with the NBA, like the NBA players too. It's like, i watched, i watched the NBA this year. I don't, this tournament doesn't mean as much. I want to watch, and then, look, there are plenty of other sports to get into. You know, you right. can, the women's soccer, same thing with the women's soccer team. Like, they haven't oh, lost like, to Canada. I, can, I know. Well, well, I got my opinions on that, too. I'm oh, guys. I want to hear them. I, well, I just think the United States, look, there some of the stars that we have, you know, Carly Lloyd's, what, 39? Megan, Megan Rapinoe? Megan Rapino. 36?
1: I mean, I ah. think we're getting old.
2: Maybe we're getting too old. Maybe You know, where's our young up-and-comer? Like, okay. if those are still key players on your team. Maybe you're not... Maybe you're not doing it. Right. I don't it know. Letting, and letting I think the, the rest of the world's play. catching up too. I think. I mean, we were. That's same thing happened in basketball. I think we set such a high standard, and the rest of the world has up their game. You know, at the same time, I, I, you know these these sports that we that have other bigger events like Kevin Durant. This is a big deal. It's not as big a deal as the NBA Finals for Kevin Durant. Right. You know, even the Olympic, you know, soccer team. I'm sure it's a really big deal for them. I think the Women's World Cup is probably a much bigger deal for them. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to swimming, when it comes to track and field, this is it. This is what they this is what they play for. I got okay, I got another quick one for you, real quick, just since we're talking yeah, Olympics.
1: We got plenty of time. So did you
2: see this the other day? The the high jumpers decide they tied.
1: I did. And they decide,
2: uh, we're gonna split the gold medal.
1: They didn't want to jump off. They just decided we will both take the gold and go home.
2: And I to that I have
1: one word. What? <laughs> you gotta be kidding me. Oh, <laughs> wait a minute now. So so let me just ask you you forever in your life you have dreamed of of standing on a podium, maybe by yourself or with somebody else, who knows? And and listening to your national anthem, and you come home with the gold, right? It's that that shot yeah. with it between your teeth, which I never understood why they try to bite the thing. <laughs> it's not a chocolate, it's metal. Um so here's your dream, and you've fulfilled your Olympic dream. Or we could try to jump again, and you get the silver. I don't know. This is a little like let's make a deal. You want that? You want to take the, the You the, want to the share trip? it
2: with somebody, or well, like, do you want
1: it? Yeah, you want to take the trip to the Bahamas, or you want to go for behind first door off? Two? I can't believe that the
2: like the the guys agreed to do it. First off, the play the athletes don't make up the rules. We don't decide. Like, <laughs> well, can you imagine a football game? Tom Brady's like, oh, <laughs> well, we completed three passes in a row. That's a first down. If you can, we're new rule. You Complete three in a row. So, no, you don't make up the rules. The Olympic Committee should make up the rules.
1: Oh, I think they did make up the rules. Didn't Can the Olympic Committee make this one up?
2: Uh, somebody made it up, but here's my thing. Can you imagine? And I'm not, I've stolen this. Tony Cornizer brought this up the other day. Could you imagine that you get to the NBA finals and Michael Jordan looks across and goes, ah, oh, Clyde Drexler, <laughs> he's a good dude. He made the finals. Let's just split it. We'll share it. We're both. We're co-NBA champions. Uh, or we get to the Super Bowl, and Brady and Mahomes meet. It goes to overtime. And they're like, you know what? Let's just share it.
1: Let's call you it. You get the yeah. Lombardi
2: trophy for half. No, that's not how it works, man. <laughs> I was appalled by this.
1: This from a guy who covered hockey where they tie. So you know, not in the finals they don't. Well, not anymore. <laughs> not yeah.
2: in the Stanley Cup Finals, we play. Like we play, play overtime forever.
1: You could literally play forever. That's yeah. right,
2: and we will play forever. But we're not going to like at some point go. All right, we'll cut the Stanley Cup in half. You get it for half the year. We'll but did
1: the-. you see the reaction of the one athlete who thought that he might not go I home with that him? guy?
2: I thought that guy thought deep down, I'm not going to beat that guy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's what I would have said.
2: <laughs> I'm going to lose, so let's just split it. You know.
1: I'm I didn't surprised they life. had extra. I mean, here's the other thing. Do they just have extra gold medals laying around? I know. Like, oh, sure. No, we weren't going to give one away. We got a whole bunch. How many wants one? You want one? Yeah, <laughs> you, we, get you, get, get you get a medal. You get all golds. You know what? You all deserve it. So nobody got a silver
2: medal there either, right? Or did they split the silver know. medal
1: too? Maybe now, maybe now the guy that was going to get the bronze has a silver, and the medalist that wasn't going to medal at all is walking home with the bronze. See, everybody wins here. Let me ask you. Get you get a participation time. trophy, Tom. This is where we're headed. Exactly. Well, apparently. You know? Well, let me or whatever seri- let me turn it back serious. Let me turn it back
2: serious and put you on the spot and get you in trouble, probably. Please. Uh Simone Biles, how do you come down? Like what will we remember of these Olympics from Simone Biles? Does her reputation take a hit? Will will this overshadow or or do we look at her as being um, somebody who's who stood up for her mental health, her mental health, her mental wellness, and will look back in a really positive way at these Olympics with her.
1: I don't know. Some will just say she was a coward. I I, I think that's a bad take. Um, let me just I say, agree. I agree with you on. Let that. me just say this that because um, we had a discussion about this, but and, and and this is sort of taken on a bunch of different. You know, the more the the long longer longer this has gone, we've gotten snippets of information. Um, it was mental illness or mental health that she needed a mental health time. There was also this notion that you can lose where you're at spatially in gymnastics to where you don't know up or down, and, and that seems like a horrifying prospect. This sport seems so dangerous to me to begin with um, that if I had the shadow of a doubt before I ran at full speed and jumped onto a vault and, you know, did what they do, uh, and hope to land on my feet. I I don't I don't begrudge anybody for saying mm, not today. Like I just I just don't. I don't think unless you're in that moment you can completely understand what it is and and the kind of training and the sort of danger that's involved with that. This is not hey she didn't want to play basketball today you know or right. hey right. you know um, whatever that thing is, is I guess a swimmer could drown but whatever it is they. You know, this is not uh, what they're doing is dangerous. You know, it's like the old Top Gun thing. You know what you do up there is dangerous. Right. And it is. And so I can't begin. Somebody said if she had a broken ankle or a really bad ankle and said, look, I just don't think I can go. I would be doing more damage. I'm not going to you know, try to embarrass myself or hurt myself further. Would anybody say a word? No, they wouldn't. Although we applauded Carrie Strug when she was on one, well, now, I'm glad won. you mentioned
2: that Carrie Strug thing because at the same time I thought, like, when you think back about it now, like, like what were we doing asking that I don't, young woman to I like don't know run on a broken ankle?
1: I don't know, and I think that there is something about the culture of USA Gymnastics, and let's face it, there's been a lot of things that we should be very upset about USA Gymnastics, and right. people are going to jail over it, um, but. I, there does seem to be this, you know, you compete and you compete at any cost. And especially when you're on the biggest stage, no one, no one, you know, no one says not today, uh, do, you know. And, and I've heard, you know, the I don't give these people name recognition, but there are those on the radio have said, you know, this is this is not what sports is. You know, sports is about, you know, you try, you dig deep, you, you know, you overcome obstacles, like all this sort of thing that there's something. You know, mentally weak or something about about not going out there and just giving it your all under any circumstance i, I don't i don't again i don't think you can crawl in, inside the headspace of somebody who's doing what they're doing right you know what i mean this is not a normal sport you could get seriously hurt or killed in my opinion just based on what i'm watching so you know courageous uh I don't know. All I know is this. She came back and she competed before these Olympics were over and she won a a bronze medal and she's one of the most decorated Olympians of all time in terms of the medal counts and the golds and everything that she's held. And she also, you know, she didn't hurt her team. which won a silver medal when she withdrew because she absolutely could have done that. Uh, There were other gymnasts that stepped to the forefront um, as a result of her not competing, I don't think that was the intended consequence, but it happened. Um, there are people going home with golds and silvers now that may not have had that chance. Um, maybe they would have if she'd have been not very good. But I, I don't, you know, I, I don't think we can judge her. I, I don't. No, I hate. I don't, to, I don't think. So, I would either. never try to climb into somebody's head. And and the other thing I can't understand, Tom, is the immense amount of pressure. We've heard a lot about this. You know, how many medals? Uh, you know, have some of these people won Michael Phelps, for example, and you know we've read books about what he went through and the pressures that he faced and how he dealt with them, which wasn't always constructively. You know, so I just think it's a lot to, yeah. to try to, to try to digest. I there, I I don't I don't I have enough of my own problems. I don't <laughs> want to tell somebody else how you should react on a stage that I will never stand on.
2: Right. No, I'm with you, know. you 100% on that, that I think that I'd said that before, that they're, the one thing we can't understand is what's going on in someone else's head, because a lot of times we don't understand what's going on in our own heads, which is why right. we see therapists or talk to our partners or talk to, you know, pastors or whoever. Exactly. Um, I, I also said this before, nobody has dedicated more time, energy, sweat, blood to Simone Biles competing in the Olympics and than Simone, Simone Biles. Biles. Thank
1: you. Thank <laughs> you. Know? you. Like,
2: if you want to sit there the sacrifice and sacrifices hers yeah, alone. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then the other thing I'll say, Rick, is it's it's funny. So the other day uh, I have this habit, like if, I, if I'm eating lunch, I need to read something while I'm eating lunch. Mm-hmm. Something like relaxing, you know, so I get I still get Sports Illustrated in the mail. Um, and so I, I was digging through my old Sports Illustrated that I hadn't looked at yet. And there was the Olympic preview and Simone Biles was on the cover. And this was just the other day. It's like two days ago. And I thought, ooh, like I wonder what this story said. Mm. Like, really, pop it up. Here's here she is, America's hero, Simone Biles. And I thought, I wonder if this story's going to look bad. No. And I opened it up, and the first half of the story is about Simone Biles and how she she thinks about quitting every day. This was weeks ago.
1: This wow, story. before the Olympics. Wow.
2: And I'm like, it's so it's so subtle. You read that story, and you're like, of course that happened. Of course she stopped during the Olympics. And it almost made me wonder, like, how did we not recognize that this was coming? It's almost like the signs were there. And I read a New York times story as well, where she, where she had talked about that her happiest day was going to be when these Olympics were over, that she could not wait for it to be over. So the signs were there and, you know, good for her. I think the way it turns out is good for her for, for taking a the, the gigantic step of you know what I'm not going to do this I'm not competing the easy thing honestly I think the easy thing to to do was go out there and try to compete you know
1: I yeah, don't think it was I,
2: fear of failure I think it was no you know I I think she decided at the end like no this is I could get hurt I don't want to be here I'm going I'm just going to make the decision that this is my choice and I'm not going to do it I think we're going to remember these olympics Rick for two things, I think we'll remember Simone Biles for being a great Olympic champion because she got another medal. But even if she hadn't, she was already the greatest of all time in gymnastics. But I also think it's like, hey, let's start recognizing what these athletes go through and what yeah. we ask of them.
1: You know? Yeah, it's a lot, and and I and again, I I can't understand what they go through, but I'm not I'm not going to judge them that way. And and I applaud her for getting up there and, and winning a medal. Listen, she'll go down in history as one of the greatest Olympians ever. That's not
0: going to change. People are still inspired by her. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role.
1: uh, is having or has had by this time you hear this podcast, Tommy John surgery. I think the Rays knew there was a, a more than average chance that that would happen. And, and it didn't matter if they waited two months. He's done for 2022, Tommy, which is just devastating for a guy with as much talent as he had. Um, I don't know what caused it. You know, he he said it had to do with uh, the lack of a grip and all the, all the emphasis that baseball put on them. Here's the thing. The Rays have to have known that this was a real possibility but they didn't know that Chris Archer was suddenly going to develop some problems down in Durham. We'll see if he can come back from that. They've got 15 or 16 guys on the IAL. Uh, for whatever reason, as we're doing this podcast, they can't beat Seattle. They have the afternoon <laughs> game uh, that they were playing as we're doing this podcast. But do you think given where they're at, uh, which, you know, again, as we're doing this still clinging to to a slim lead uh, or thereabouts in the American league East, a chance to repeat, uh, as ALE's champions, or at least make the playoffs and try to make another run back to the World Series. Should they have pulled the trigger on something for starting pitching? Because I'm looking at this group, and even though the pitching didn't beat them you know, in some of these games, um, and it absolutely was good against Boston, they have so many injuries, you can't account for that. But they didn't pull the trigger on anything. I don't see any way that these young guys, Louis Patino, uh, Shane McClanahan, those are your two aces, by the way. That's one and two, McClanahan and Patino. In, in any playoff Walker, series, yeah, you yeah, know. they just don't have. They can't match up with sort of the names and the resumes of everybody else. Shouldn't they have done something? It sure doesn't. See, it doesn't feel to me like this baseball team. While they may win the East, don't know. They probably will get it in the wild card. I don't see this as a World Series team in any way, shape, or form this year. That's just the way I see it.
2: No, it's 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 hard to disagree with you, Rick. Even if they were to make the playoffs, I think that's where the game changes. Where it becomes. I mean, the bullpen is still obviously important in the postseason, but starting pitching right. really becomes key in in the postseason. And if you happen to go up against a team, you know, like Houston or like uh, – Yeah,
1: it's got three horses. Like
2: Yankees, yeah. What yeah but eventually,
1: if out. you get into the into the World Series, uh, how about the Dodgers? How about yeah. the Padres, you know?
2: Yeah, you're going to have to go up against – and we saw it last year. They ran in – Max Scherzer is really-
1: now an L.A. Dodger.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. and – we saw what, the, like, even Clayton Kershaw, who, right. who's, like, their number three or four now, uh, right. did to them in the World Series last year. So, I, I hear what you're saying, and and also, too, I just, you need somebody to chew up some innings for you, if anything yeah, else. Should do. they have done something? I mean, they were, you know, reading Mark Topkin, it sounded like they were they wanted to be in on Scherzer, but Scherzer was not going to, no to play. You wanted to play in the NL you know, West, apparently, yeah west because that's where he wanted to play Mm -hmm. um i guess there was a rumor for a minute wow what a stunner this would have been where they were talking about Kiermeyer and glass now going to the white going to the cubs for craig kimbrell and 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 uh, chris bryant chris bryant yeah um that would have brought him a real big time closer maybe just temporarily um,
1: well, the Cubs might have done him a favor. As great as Kiermaier is with the glove, he's not hitting, and he doesn't hit against left-handers at all, and he's still their highest-paid everyday player, which is stunning to me.
2: And I just think it's hard to get a guy like Tyler Glass now unless you either trade for him when he's really young like they did or yeah. you draft, or draft a guy like that. You're not going to – But would they're you not,
1: trade – You're not you going to trade... sign
2: a guy like that. You're not going to sign like a no. like Tyler Glass now in three years.
1: Or but whatever. would you trade a guy that's, that you know is not going to play in a year and is going to be coming off Tommy John surgery?
2: Well, if you're the Cubs, I mean, there's no no reason to think that Tyler Glasnow won't be better than he was now once you get to 2023. And as you mentioned, Rick, there are two types of pitchers. Those who've had Tommy yeah, John and those who sure. are going to have Tommy Sadly John. Sadly
1: true. Yeah. Well,
2: he've, he's had it at that, by 2023, and you would think, now you got the rest of his career, you know, another yeah. 10 years of big-time Tyler Glasnow. Yeah. So if you're the Cubs and you're not building for a couple more years anyway, yeah, it's right. Funny. it might have been worth the gamble. I think the Rays actually would have regretted that move, you know, but – it was a short term, you know. Obviously, would have been a short term move for the for the race. Look, I'm with you, Rick. I I I know you and I sort of differ on their lineup. I, I actually like their offense, even though they. Think, I do you know.
1: now. I I don't dislike them. I mean, listen. I think they they've improved immensely with the right handed with Cruz. Um, you know, Wander Franco's starting to swing a hot bat again.
2: Margot's back from the IL. Margot
1: is back. That that changes that lineup. So they look better against left handers. There's no question about that. And having switch hitters. Um, you know, Meadows has had a great year. I mean, there's a lot of guys, Lows had a lot of home runs. So it's not, I actually think they're pretty competitive that way. Um, and they're all about pitching and defense. I mean, for the most part, it just, it, it just seems so, so much pressure to put on young guys to be, but they, their argument is, look, we, you know, we weren't going to give away the farm of prospects. And then secondly, we weren't going to put guys in front of our guys that we think are better. If you think McClanahan's better than than some guy you're going to drag from some other organization to start for you, um, you know they thought Rich Hill wasn't very good anymore, so they got him out of the way. So then Louis Patino could come up. So these these are all organizational decisions. But as I look at it, it just seems like it's going to be really hard.
2: Yeah, uh, I mean, I think they'll get. Yeah, they'll still get there because I the other I thing the
1: playoffs. I think. Yeah, yeah,
2: you're worried about their bull. You know, I was worried about their bullpen eventually wearing out, but. They had so many guys on the I.L.
1: They're coming back. They're
2: hoping that they're coming back. It's almost like you're getting fresh guys. Yeah. It's almost like you were trading for a bunch of relievers all of a sudden. Right. No, that's true. I think the bullpen's going to be okay, and especially to you get to September when you can open things up a little bit. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it does feel like it's really an uphill climb. I, I would have been stunned, and we've talked about this before, Rick, if I'd have told you at the very end of last season when they walked off the field after Game 6 of the World Series that that they were going to be in first place this in August, and they weren't going to have Charlie Morton or Blake Snell or or, or Tyler Glasnow for half that time. Yeah, um, they said no. Wait, like what? No, and and, yeah, and
1: the best bullpen in the American League and all those things that have happened it's just it's stunning to me. Their ability to develop pitchers, to identify prospects, to like I said, if I'm another team and somebody comes at me, although I'm <laughs> sure it felt really good for Diego Castillo to beat his former team the other night and get the get the save. But if I'm another team and they want my pitcher, the first thing I'm asking is, what have we missed with our guy? And the second <laughs> thing is, why would we take any of their guys from them? Because clearly they're not giving up on anybody that they think is good. Right. I would just be so, so leery to deal with, with the race. And I think teams probably are. I think that might be why you don't see a lot of trades with them. Right. Um because that's why they threw.
2: So that's the, why the Willie Adamas trade. They kind of threw that in there just to, to get teams yeah. interested again. Because Willie <laughs> Adams,
1: right. all of a sudden, oh my God. looks like Cal Ripken
2: <laughs> for the. Uh,
1: well, here's what we found out about Willie Adamas. He really couldn't hit at the trap. He, he could see. I guess know, what? He was wearing glasses and stuff. Yeah. The guess what? He doesn't have to anymore because his that's... games, his home games, are played in Milwaukee. So everything's <laughs> a road game for him now, and he's just lighting it up. He is lighting up. But you know what? I'm,
2: I'm not even going to kill the race for that trade because without that, they don't bring Wander Franco up probably. That's really right.
1: No. It'll be fun to watch him play in the playoffs. Um, <laughs> yeah, there's no is. question. Milwaukee's going to be there. So, well, it was, it was great chatting with you, Tommy. We got lots going on. Uh, they can check out your newsletter, of course, uh, Monday through Friday, corner.org. That's Tons right. You of, can uh, sign up have it there. delivered
2: to your uh, inbox. Yeah. So,
1: and we talk, come. you talk a little sports every now and then there. You talk I with do. us every John
2: Tortorella, week. did you see that the other day? Tortorella got hired. It's surprising
1: got, you because here's the thing. It's like a Supreme Court justice. You win one Stanley Cup, you got a job for life. He does. Did you we, not he, think he, that he would go to a team or are you surprised? Well, he, 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 no, he, he, no he, he, he
2: went, no, he, he got hired by ESPN. He's gonna I know, he's NFL. doing
1: TV. Does that it, shock you that he's no, not? No, and coaching? I'll tell you
2: what: what's not going to shock me is when he leaves ESPN to take over <laughs> take the <a> <laughs> toronto maple leafs or montreal Canadiens, exactly or, or you know this St. is a Los temporary Blues. stop is what yeah, you're it saying. is yeah exactly i mean that's that's how this works you'll go back to broadcast he's he still you know he still wants to coach he's not that what is he 60 barely 60 yeah well yeah he's still a coach young guy, early 70 60, right yeah so, oh yeah for sure and he's a he's a sharp guy still so He'll be back. He'll 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 coach again in the NHL. There'll
1: be a bunch of teams watching uh, the NHL on ESPN going, that Tortorella guy makes a lot of sense. He's a pretty smart guy. I think maybe I want to hire him. Exactly. And then the phone will start ringing. So it'll be fun to watch him. All right, Tommy, good to be with you the last couple days. Appreciate it, man. Have a great one. You too. I'm Rick Stroud of the Tampa Bay Times. Have a great day, everybody.
0: Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things.